Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. Please use a face covering while travelling on TFL services and please walk or cycle part of your journey where possible. Come June the 19th, will you or won't you have to wear a mask on a train in London? Well, right now, it rather looks like that'll depend on what train in London you're on, possibly even what station you're arriving at. The Mayor, Sadiq Khan, wants to change the conditions of carriage. That's kind of like the contract that passengers and TfL make with each other when you ride a train, so that masks are mandatory. What that means is that part of the conditions of using public transport in London is you must follow our rules. And our rules are you must wear a face mask when you use a tube, a bus, a tram, Docklands Railway, TfL Rail, or the Overground. If you don't, you'll be uh, not allowed entry uh, unless you're exempt or have a good reason. If you're already using our services, and you're not exempt to have a good reason, you'll be asked to leave. Platform 2 for the 10.30 LNER Azuma service to London King's Cross. But not every train going into the city is run by TfL, so Mr Khan can't make them do anything. It's all a bit of a muddle, and our City Hall editor Ross Lytle's been trying to figure it all out. Ross, what exactly is being proposed here? Well, this has come about because Sadiq has said he's been placed in an awkward situation by the government's decision from next Monday to remove the legal requirement to wear face masks on public transport. And what he's announced today is that he's going to use a slightly technical measure of making it a condition of carriage uh, in terms of the, the ticket you buy to use TfL services to require people to wear face masks. And this will be the case for uh, buses for tubes and for the London Overground and also on the the bits of what's called TfL Rail just now which will be the the Elizabeth Line which currently runs out to Essex into Liverpool Street and also from Heathrow and Reading into Paddington so he's got a you know the the size of the network we're talking about is quite substantial and yes the aim is that uh, Sadiq or uh, will require anybody coming into London to wear a mask unless exempt. Anyone coming into London, but of course not everyone coming into London is going to be on a TfL service. Can the mayor make other operators force their passengers to wear masks? No, he can't. But what Sadiq is hoping is that people will essentially recognise they're coming to London and will obey London's rules. You know, he made the comparison this morning, he was doing a number of TV interviews and he made the comparison with people travelling to Scotland or to Wales where there are different rules enforced and slightly tougher rules. 
so basically what he hopes is that there'll be a general acceptance amongst the public that London uh, has rules of its own and that these should be obeyed. And he's really appealing to the, the greater good, if you like, of society to look after each other, wear a mask and keep people safe and try and limit any transmission of COVID. And this is obviously being done because London does have increasing rates of COVID like the rest of the country by and large. So Zadik Khan's called this an imperfect solution and people have been Raising how you can have a contradictory situation, uh, when, particularly when you're arriving in London, as we've been talking about, and the need for face masks once you get here. Yes, because obviously there's the issue about the station you arrive at or go through. You know, if you, if you take the example of Euston, you could be coming down from Glasgow and then stepping off the mainline train at Euston and then onto the underground, and you could be mask-free until you get off the train and then required to put your mask on really as soon as you put your foot on the platform and then head down to the underground. If you take the likes of Finsbury Park Station, where there's an interchange between the underground and the sort of Great Anglia trains there again, the advice from Grant Shapps, the Transport Secretary, is to, to, to wear a mask if it's a busier service. The London Underground can be a very busy environment, particularly in the rush hour. They may want to keep uh, the requirement to wear a face covering in that situation. If you're on a long distance train, you're the only person in the carriage, it would not make as much sense to have that organisation require you to wear a mask. So we are moving to a world where there's some differentiation as we move beyond stage four of the unlock, which is on Monday. Of course, many services into London now are getting increasingly busy week on week as more people return to the office or gain confidence to get out and about at weekends. So the idea that you only have to wear a mask when the train is busy it's probably likely in practice to mean that you actually have to wear a mask quite a lot of the time unless you are actually going home at 11 o'clock at night, you know, travelling out of the capital. Uh, you know, there's the other thing, the likes of Thameslink, which is not under the mail's control, but does run right through the middle of central London. So essentially, if you happen to, you're able to travel through London without a mask if you do it on Thameslink. But if you get off at Farringdon or St Pancras or Blackfriars, again, as soon as you walk through the, the doors, you should have your, your mask on your face. I think really the reality is that surveys have shown most passengers want to keep masks and this is Sadiq doing his best to enable them to have a sort of legal or quasi-legal framework behind their actions to essentially give them a bit of moral support and justification for looking after themselves and others and essentially doing the right thing. I think there'll be a lot of support for what he's proposed today um, and uh, it probably does rather show Boris in rather a poor light uh, in not being as sensible and cautious as many people wish to be as we move forward with the ongoing challenges of living with the pandemic. It really, it's not very hard to wear a mask at all. Uh, and people who say it's an almighty nuisance, well, I think they're on another planet, really. How effective, though, is the deterrent right now? Because I mean, I've been on the tube and I've seen people not wearing masks and maybe in many of those cases, those people are exempt. But it's clear that the, the current rules are not being followed. Yes, that's right. Uh, Sadiq said today that surveys had shown that about 86% of passengers in general in London were wearing masks. And he said of the sort of 14% who were not wearing masks, two thirds of that number had a valid exemption. Uh, you know, my own experience getting on the overground in the last week or two is that if you get it on the train around 9am on a weekday when it's mostly commuters, 
the observance with the rules is quite high. But certainly when I was on the, the same service on Saturday afternoon, there was much poorer wearing of masks and particularly amongst younger Londoners and quite diverse Londoners as well, basically the very people who are more at risk of actually catching COVID as we stand just now because they may not have been vaccinated yet. So it's those at risk that seem quite blasé about wearing masks, sadly, and uh, Speaks uh, described this as a bit of a sort of selfish act, and he's obviously absolutely right because it's been shown that the mask doesn't do much to stop you necessarily catching it, but it can do more to stop you spreading it. So these people without masks are uh, not exactly helping their fellow passenger uh, avoid the virus should they have it. Has the mayor given any indication for how long he wants people to wear masks? So Sadiq hasn't put a, a finished date on this, but he did say it would be kept under review. But the key indicator, I think, was that we could have this for some months because he said basically it was likely to remain while there were concerns about the virus spreading. And obviously there's every indication that we could be looking until next April or May before the pandemic has essentially diminished in concern because uh, just listening to some London health leaders at a, a meeting earlier this morning, they were quite clear the third wave is well underway in the capital. And we know that the reason lockdown is happening, or the, we know the reason lockdown is being lifted next week is because uh, it would be worse to do it later as cases rise. Sajid Javid, the health secretary, mentioned last week that there could be 100,000 cases a day across the country. So things are only going to get worse. So really the reality is that people could be expected to wear masks in London probably for at least most of another nine to 12 months. There's more on this story at standard.co.uk. Follow the live blog to keep up to date with breaking news. That's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.